Welcome to the Art of the Dive. It's Sunday. There's matches going on right now. Egan just got a red card and Newcastle banged immediately after. So kind of a big swing, but this is the opening for the recording. So Jake and I are taking it. We're running with it. I'm going to tell you right now, I am quite crabby. It's normally I'm the excited one at the top of the pod, but I'm not happy right now. Jake has had quite a week. So Jake, you better not be whiny. Jake, how are you, buddy? you know i'm doing okay it's funny you know you're like normally you're sad and you're angry uh you're depressed um but today okay yeah today's okay i'm moving up in the world yeah big game week for you yeah so far so good except this egon red or however you say his weird name why do you have to be like that and attack people i I don't know i don't know that's his family name jake yeah, I just don't know how to pronounce it, to be fair. Yeah, to so. be fair, you've had an outrageous game week. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, this doesn't help as he's on my team, and then they gave up a clean sheet. But other than that, it's been basically uh, about as good as it could get. Yeah, I'm happy that you're admitting that. As lucky as it could get, let's say that. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't say I luck. mean, unlimited transfers as lucky as it could get, right? <laughs> you know, that's the thing, though. Like, most of my team was actually set up already yeah yeah. the the players that i brought in well no to be fair i mean i brought in jack who's been one of the worst transfers and then i brought in coon who has also been a terrible transfer um i I literally if i would have just like left my team the only the only thing is i brought in the sheffield guys which helped yeah i mean a little they didn't get that many points but oh wait they got a ton of points (sighs) <sighs> yeah, I mean, that's fine. I would have made a transfer for that anyways because I had Pope in goal and I wasn't going to keep Pope against Man City, but we'll see. Now Pope will probably get three PK saves. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a crazy game week for you. I mean, we'll, we'll get into it in a minute. Um, DC wrote in Justice from Marco. Spelt my name with a K, though. I'm not a K guy, okay? <laughs> DC, I'm, I'm a C guy. I mean, come on. <laughs> Weirdo spell it with a K. Uh, Jake doesn't deserve that third wild card, a.k.a. unlimited transfers. What a disgrace. I agree with that. Uh, Bobby Love writes in, hashtag go Jake. That's the tweet. So I just want, I want this on the record that Bobby Love likes Jake. I just want that on the record. How do you feel about that, Jake? Uh, I didn't actually know he felt horny? that way. That do you feel horny? Feel better. No, no. <laughs> I think that you feel horny for it. You and Bobby, the no. two of you. That's fine. No. That's fine. That's fine. The two of you can be buddies. Maybe you guys should start a pod together. Yeah, I guess that's not a bad idea. Great idea. We should just end it now. That's a good <laughs> idea. You guys can go do a pod together. I'll do a solo pod and I'll probably be just fine. Uh, FPL Virgin writes in, FPLY, should Jake slap his massive anaconda down on the table mid-pod and say to Marco, I'm the FPL renegade master, biatch. Excuse me. I'm the FPL renegade master, biatch. Oh, poopy. I don't, I don't, we don't pod together, so I don't think that would be as effective. Honestly, like, you throwing your, quote, anaconda on the table would not make a slap sound due to its size. So that would be hard for you. Oh, my dog's what? barking at something. It's very hard. Yeah, your to, dog doesn't. 
he doesn't appreciate yeah. that. He's like, why are you talking about anacondas? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's talk a little bit about your team, Jake. I mean, obviously, there's a lot. There's actually a ton of game week to be played. We're kind of like right in the middle of it right now. So, how how is your game week going? Talk a little bit about players that, that played well for you. Um, and then I'll take take over and talk about my sad excuse for a team. Yeah. Um, well... I did go triple Sheffield defense, which worked out game week or first game week, not this game week, because I do have Egon, so that's going to hurt a little bit. Uh, Hendo um, and Basham. And then, uh, you know, I had Laporte brought in with those transfers um, just because I think he's nailed for both games and we talked about it you know five games apart he's so key to their defense they're so much better with him um i just figured that was an easy way to to keep cleans going forward for the rest of the season because i didn't wild card um or yeah correct um and then doherty who i think is a must-have for the rest of the year um if he can find a way to get him in just because of his differential and then Fernandez, Captain De Bruyne, which was a last-second switch. Um, Mane still to go. And then uh, Jack, who, you know, I I texted you before the game. I was like, he's actually my least favorite pick of the the week, and I think that's going to hold true. Um, Jimenez up top had a goal. Um, And then Aguero, who, I'm you know, I need him to get a goal. I just, I want him to get one. Even though he's not my captain and that might actually move me down, I just... I, I never can figure that man out. For whatever reason, when he's on my team, he doesn't do well. And when he's not on my team, he does fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then I bench boost. I had McCarthy, got another clean with uh, Sice from Wolves. And then Eddie, who is disappointing. And Duda, who just got a one-pointer. Yeah. Um, so. All in all, like a pretty, like almost returns with every player, though, that you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, the one mistake that I will regret that I'm going to announce and just because it's something that I don't know if it's going to be covered on the rest of the pod, get, get Sokka into your team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks good. Um, and that I don't say that about Arsenal players. So Yeah, yeah, I didn't have him either. I My game week so far, I mean, it's interesting. I, I've been kind of crabby about it just because you've done so well. But, well, wait, Jake, what is your game week rank? Just share that with people. Well... My game week rank as of yesterday was 2,657. And you have how many total points? Um, well, now I think it's re- reading. I, yesterday I was at 111. I think I only have 112 right now, but it might need to. It, I'm not sure. Okay. I'm a little bit weird with so, the Egon Red. So you took a big jump though in overall rank, right? You must have flown. I have, yeah. Up to 53,000. Or no, excuse me, 35. 35 yeah 35 that's right and you've jumped yeah. you've jumped me now by like 15 or 20 points which really sucks so that's pretty crazy in one week um yeah. but like you said you're not having a bad week no i'm not having a bad week i just didn't have like a crazy i'm jake and just i get two game weeks every year right week you know like that that's not what it was i, I I'm, I'm not having a bad week but i'm not having a jake man thank god there was coronavirus week you know like you're you jake you have basically built you have built this game week on the deaths of hundreds of thousands of people so congratulations what 
No, congratulations. No, hey, congratulations, Jake. You are happy at the deaths of all these people so that you could have a good good game week. Good job. I think that's harsh. Harsh? It's just true. That's the problem. It's not, though. It's not because a lot of those players are already on my team. Uh And I just, like we talked about, the double game weeks are a trap. It's like an every year sort of thing. Uh I'm just, you know, I'm evolving. You certainly are. I... I'm evolving. We did. We both actually got burned last year on the on one of the double game weeks, and we had said mm-hmm. we both said to one another, like we, we just got to be better about this and not not chase so hard. I mean, there's like players that you should go after, right? There's players that you should mm-hmm. definitely have. I think the Sheffield players, no, no, no doubt, right? Even though they're not going to have the clean sheet in the second match, like it doesn't matter yeah, it's right? because of a red it's because of a shitty red card they probably would have kept the clean otherwise right. so it's like it make it makes sense you know you go after those players and then you know i think you know you talk about like kdb is a was a for sure right no doubt about that arsenal was a, a certain trap okay and the aston villa players we even talked about that were worthless i somehow ended up with three of them on my team terrible really really bad uh, by by Marco here, um, so yeah, I think that I think we talked about it last year, and and maybe should have been a little bit smarter about it. Me personally, I think you played it well, going with more single game week players. Um, I mean, there's a lot there's a lot to be played, right? Like something things could really could swing one way or the other. But you know, my week was fine. Um, you know, I, I had Leno in goal and got that first. Um, you know, kind of was was not necessarily a bad performance by Leno. Um, you know, they, they played City and, and got smashed, but, um, you know, he had five points. And then the kind of pretty bad injury in the next match, which kind of sucked to lose him, obviously, from an FEL perspective, and, and we hope he gets better. Um, sounds like he's probably going to be out, Jake, for a long time, doesn't it? Yeah. Let's just – I just have one quick thing. I am amazed that there's comment – commentators that are like oh that's a fine challenge i just i don't understand that and and like to me it's like any in any sense i just don't approve of that kind of play like with a keeper like i get it if it's a a 50 v 50 ball up in the air and you can't grab it but like mape had no chance to win that ball and i just i'm amazed that he didn't even get a yellow yeah i I don't understand like you're supposed to protect the keepers because you know like there's no way Leno doesn't grab that ball. Um, and he he basically has it by the time that Mape hits him. Um, and I get it. Like, it was kind of like, I I understand where Mape is coming from. It's bad luck that he hurt his leg. Like, I you know, he just kind of bumped him. But, yeah, it's just crazy to me. I don't know. I don't it did, to me, it did not seem that vicious by him. I, I agree that, uh, I agree that he, he wasn't going to win the ball ever. But it didn't seem like... You know, it wasn't like it was a high boot or anything like that, was it? it no, I mean, no. He just like I mean, ran it was into just, him. He just hit, he ran into him. But that's that's where I mean he's like Leno's defenseless. It's like kind of – it's a crazy thing to me because I know maybe keepers just – it doesn't matter as much in Europe. But like to me, like that's the same thing as like how if you hit a quarterback late, there's a lot of big fines in the NFL game um, because there's really no point in doing it. You're You're going to just hurt the guy. Yeah, and, I think and that's, that's what that's happened. That's dumb. They should be able to take shots on the quarterback whenever they want. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's just my take on it. But yeah, okay. I mean, unfortunate for Leno. Um, he was a good good pick. Otherwise, though, yeah. they probably would have been. I don't know. They may have been fine. They probably would have still folded. Yeah, they would have. They would have lost that game no matter what. But um, yeah. Then I've got uh, through the midfield. You know, I've got KDB. I didn't captain him. I was 
I was split on that. I, 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 my thought was kind of like Aguero has the bigger potential to score the, the big chances, but you know, I went with, I went with Aguero captain KDB vice. I have Mahrez who did get me an assist. Now this is where I started kind of going off the rails and I plugged Aubameyang in and it was interesting. I did. So Jake, I did seven different draft iterations of my team uh when i when i went on limited transfers here i and i saved them they're all on my desktop right now okay and so i before the pod started i looked through them because i wanted to see what if i would have gone with an earlier iteration like you know team number one or team number two i ended up going with i think team number six out of the seven iterations the first five all did not have a bombing in the team okay so the first five times i drew my team up no Aubameyang. I, for some reason, I don't know what flipped the switch for me and made me think he could be a half decent pick. But my, you know, people say, go with your gut, which is a stupid saying. But, you know, my gut saying or my gut feeling was that I don't have Aubameyang in my team because it really ripped up the rest of my team. I sacrificed Jimenez. I had to get freaking Douglas Luis into my fucking team. Like, that's when you know you're going off the rails. But I kept thinking, oh, well, maybe he gets something against City. And then, you know, if he, if he does, he's confident he gets something against Brighton. It was so foolish and honestly embarrassing. I, I knew he was a terrible pick. I knew that I should not have got him into my team. And for some reason, I thought, no, nah, maybe I should get a bombing in. I also made the mistake of, of asking you that question, which was foolish. I said, what do you think of Abba? And Jake goes, oh, if you can fit him in your team, I think it's a good idea. And for some reason, I thought that was good advice. I, I, I told myself after the first three game weeks of this year that listening to Jake is a very bad idea because, Jake, you've, you've been with me long enough and we've potted long enough now that you get it. The best thing to do when your friends ask for advice is lie. You completely understand now. You 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 have evolved. You said that earlier. I think it's very true. You've evolved. I'm not blaming it on you. It's 100% on me for putting him into my team. Uh, but I will say I'm proud of you that you've now reached this point that the only way you win is by lying to other people. That's how you win in life in general. Life lesson. All right. I mean, I still, you know. He didn't play bad against Brighton. He just didn't finish. I wouldn't say he played well, though. He wasn't good. You no. weren't like, wow, Aubameyang. Like, no, he just was kind He's of He's not a forward that, like, gets a ton of chances. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just a product of Arsenal. Yeah. Probably. It, oh, it's 100% a product of Arsenal. There, there uh, I was listening to a podcast that other people might actually like. Uh, it's called um, Double Pivot uh, is the name of the podcast. Um, and they're like... Um, they're uh uh more of like an they just talk soccer right it's it's yeah, um, analytics yeah and... they're a little bit more on that side but they were talking about teams that are uh xg differentials so expected goals against versus expected goals for they're like one of the worst teams in the league they're they're, they're absolute they're terrible i think what are they in the league right now are they ninth or what are they ninth or tenth yeah they were ninth yesterday i think they fall they, there's a number of teams which, who are much much better than them in terms of um in terms of their expected goals differential that are even below them so they're almost like lucky to be where they're at that's how fucking terrible they are that's fair i i mean i do think they outplayed brighton and I just feel like every time I was watching that game, the ball would go, like, Sokka would cross the ball to Lacazette, and Lacazette would, like, trip over the ball. 
Yeah, he's uh, like yeah. he literally had like three balls come to him in the like inside the the penalty spot that he didn't even get a shot off that he should have or like one he did and it was a pretty great save by uh matt ryan and then the other two he like tripped over yeah that's what you, and i feel like if obama yang was on that far right side he would have buried him no but that's what you um, get that's what you get for buying a 28 year old striker yeah well lacazette's a good player but he's just out of form and it's just part of the well whatever we're not gonna yeah. we're not gonna make this an arsenal podcast it's that why why talk about the fucking the gooners 13th best team yeah, yeah really let's move on that's probably bad so anyways um my game week's not over i i, I had doherty and uh, i actually snuck in nyland i listened to fpl rockstar who released that uh mm-hmm. lineup like minutes before the deadline and i had reina actually my team to make the team work so i grabbed nyland um he got a clean sheet and he's actually starting again um against chelsea today i don't have great hopes for that but still kind of a nice little sneaky sneaky move there for me that helps so i'm actually not having a bad game week i'm just not having an outrageous game week like jake i'm on 83 points right now with um a quite a few players to go one two three four five six seven eight eight players still to play um and my captain and uh a game week rank of 232,000, which is always good anytime you're in the top million so um i guess you know, oh, well, Sean, number one, wrote in two. Arsenal, I mean, we kind of just talked about this. Arsenal and FPL don't mix. Feeling your pain, Marco. Uh, I, too, tried to be too clever getting an Ozo for my bench boost, but we should consider, should we consider Martinez for the price at 4.2? So, I guess we can hit those two things. First off, Sean, number one, trying to get Ozil in was not clever. It was fucking dumb. Okay, there was not, that's not clever. Let's just be clear. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. I don't normally want to bash people, but Ozil, there's no way that that was a good pick. Are we all on the same page there? Well, it's just you don't want to get players into your team that you don't know if they're going to play. So, And that's the reason I I didn't like Pepe either. It's like, does he play just one or the other? And he did just play one. G- granted, he got the one goal. Good for him. Um, great shot. But yeah, it's, it's hard to justify bringing in a double game waker if you don't know they're going to play. I... Yeah, that's no. I agree with that. I have no interest in Martinez. I, I don't. Are, what, are Arsenal ever going to keep a clean uh, sheet as a backup keeper? I could see the argument just being four point two. Like, why not keep him as a backup? I guess I don't. Never. He's never. I'm never. But, gonna but play like, him. are you going to have the time to make that transfer? I I think that's if you have your, like if you're yeah. wild card, yeah. sure, maybe yeah. do it. But money's pretty tight. I'm on a wild card right now. We can talk about that later. But money's pretty tight. Mm like to make that work yeah. it's even like the point you know like i can go 4.2 with him or i just go like a non 3.9 yeah go yeah. non-playing um so it's pretty tough but yeah um all right so let's pull up jake will you pull up the leaderboards and i'm gonna pull really quickly up just the slack team who is is actually doing really really well um and so it's probably worth like just pointing that out i think the slack team is beating both of us they're top 10K. I checked that. That's overall. You know, awesome. Yeah, top yeah. 10K overall. Yeah. They just snuck in yesterday. 104 points right now at the bench boost. Um, shout out to Gaz for like, I know it was crazy, man. So thank you for setting up. He's had to set up an absurd amount of polls, you know, because things kind of happen fast. And right now the turnover is really quick. Are we, you know, between game weeks, it's just going to be weird. So, you know, try to get in. And if you're part of the Slack team, you know, get your votes in. If you're not part of the Slack team and you want to get in, um, to our our our, uh, our Slack channel, you know, join our Patreon and and just let us know. You know, we we uh, we had a new Patreon subscriber a couple weeks ago, and, and we're always looking for some more people to just help out and support, and uh, we'd really appreciate it. So, 
Uh, yeah, 104 points overall. Uh, game week rank of 23,000. Still with just only a few more to play, though. Uh, five more players to go um, with Trent, Grealish, De Bruyne, Sterling, and Ederson. Uh, but a really solid bench boost uh, play here with uh, Baldock, Sonchu, Fernandez, and Ederson, kind of the bench players. I mean, it doesn't matter. But but returns from all, you know players all over the place. Also had Aubameyang in the team, which is interesting. So they had Aubameyang but still had – the Slack team still had like a big, big game week, um, which yeah. is, is pretty impressive when you really think about it. Um, but the big thing was they nailed that KDB captain. I think that's what's more than anything. That's what's separating a lot of managers right now. So, yeah. um, top 10 K now, uh, 9,900. Um, honestly, I mean, I've been talking shit about the Slack team all year just because everyone says how the team's going to beat me. It probably is at this point, like way <laughs> ahead and incredible. I mean, it's pretty, uh, not to get like sentimental or gushy about all this, but like, pretty cool that the entire like little community of our podcast um i mean it's probably driven by about tw- i would say maybe 20 15 to 20 main people that like contribute and vote every week and you know maybe even only 10 that really comment and do a lot of the work and gaz kind of drives all of it but really cool i just think that this is like the the group of people that kind of come together and the team has been so successful also a very interesting little mini study here on kind of mm-hmm. like group think, right? And like the way, you know, maybe a group is a better way to make decisions than individually. We'll talk about that more at some point. I actually, this is not a joke. I want to pull some actual like psychological studies on that. And I know I don't want to get too sciencey, but I want to do a little research on some of those things because um, I never would have guessed the team would have done this well, um, but it's really yeah. flying right now. Yeah, maybe like an end of, end of year pod discussion because we like to look back on the season. I also will say I like that you kept your uh, team changes idea. Like you had like your seven teams to look back on which team would have done the best. Yeah. For this double game week. That's a good strategy in the future. Well, what I do – yeah, what I do is when I take um, – you know, when I'm on a wild card or whatever, I'll I'll make the team multiple times. Obviously, I don't push the transfers through. I just make the team multiple times and like take screenshots of that team so I can see, okay, what, what are some of the different ways I could do it um, and kind of puzzle the whole thing together. Fun fact, I chose the worst puzzle. Um, all right, do you want to just, I know the leagues obviously are not updated, but do you want to do top 10? Uh, do you want to do league dive or do you want to do the PSL Super League? I had the PSL Super League okay. um, loaded in so I can do that. Okay. Um, we'll start. We'll do top five. Uh, in at number five is minus eighty FPL plus eighty PSL. Jacob Close. Okay. Um, yep, just pushed out uh, Matt Frisky, the Kyoto kid. Um, and then number four, show me the Moonier. Um, Meredith Wilson, solid game week of eighty four. Um, and then the Slack team sitting right on 100 right now obviously there might be some changes but number three marco doesn't matter don't forget that name um, i hate you <laughs> you have a lot <laughs> of com- you have a lot of confidence this week you're you're you know you're you have a smile you're laughing a lot it pisses me off it really does yeah i'm sorry yeah i'll ch- i i am sad that i have to work the next three days and we'll miss all the games Good. um that's gonna be a downer Good. um Good. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to do my I I kind of like that's the other thing that always interests me. Does watching the games truly help or does it not help? I don't know. Mostly just makes um, me upset. 
I think it makes me upset too and doesn't necessarily help as much. Um, number two, uh, Delirious, Emma FPL, uh, also sitting on 100 this week. And then number one, um, still like killing it, uh, Loftus Cheeky Nandos, uh, Matt Hall at 94. I, again, I, for, I forget exactly where he is overall. I guess I'll pull it up. We'll, we'll give him a shout, even though it's kind of midweek because it's just, yeah, he's at, it's crazy. He's at 13, about 1400 <laughs> roughly overall yeah he had yeah. greens all all in every league that he's in um except the ones where he's in first obviously because yeah. you know he's still in first so yeah Matt, matt's the real deal that guy's really he's really good um and a longtime supporter of the pod yeah mm-hmm. so shout out um okay top 10 in league dive uh which is is a, a little bit of a bigger league obviously so psl super league is our it's our patreon supporters so top 10 here um Grob Domestic Proddle, good one. Uh, in ninth, FPL Sharkbait. In eighth, Izzy Wizzy Get One Busy. In seventh, uh, United of Clory. In sixth, Rocking Vet. In fifth, Sean uh, Craneri, I think is how you say it. Um, in fourth, uh, Pope It Like It's Heart. In third, Loftus Giginandos, uh, Matt again. In second, Return of the Snag, FPL Lewis. And in first, Lukewarm FC, Luke Burgess. Uh, those two luke and fpl lewis have been kind of like at the top with matt all year uh lukewarm fc is currently ranked 119 overall luke Mm -hmm. burgess so i assume luke listens to the pod if you do luke just remember uh, any winnings 51 percent. jake and i get it i think that shout out should be given to uh number one two and three there luke fpl lewis and matt so just so you guys know um, any winnings we get 51 percent. that includes any of your mini leagues so if you're in a mini league and you're winning that league and there was money involved or a prize, you know, whatever that is, we get 51% of the cut. You know, you win a car, you have to cut it in half and send us 51% of it. Okay, whatever. You win a house, 51%. And you don't have to cut that part. We'll just, we'll live in part of it. But I want half the car, 51% actually. So, um, good, fun, fun. Um I think we should transition. I know there's a lot of game week left, Jake, but maybe we should transition into like kind of what we do next or going forward. Is that the next step? Yeah, that sounds good. So mm-hmm. Patty writes in, I thought this was a good segue question. So breaking the 100 barrier this week, can we really learn anything from the remaining game weeks? It's such a unique situation that surely for the most part, we are blindly guessing until the end of the season. So I thought that was a good question for us to, to talk about um, to help us kind of figure out what we're going to do going forward. Um, how do you feel about that, Jake? What what can we learn from these game weeks and the coming game weeks? Is it is it that unique or that different than the regular cadence of the season that there's there's not much to take away? And just kind of what are your thought processes on that? Yeah, I don't. I think there's a lot to be taken. I don't know if I would say we're blindly going into the rest of the season. Um, a lot of stuff stayed the same, you know. In my opinion, um, Wolves still, you know, a top top four or five team. Yeah. Um, you know, Fernandez still looks fantastic for Man United, and no with doubt. the fact that he's on penalty kicks, really helps him. Um, Liverpool will be an interesting one. Are they just going to smash Everton today? I think they will, but we'll see. Um, and, you know, Man City's still the same, just really good. Um, so I, I think there's a lot. I, I You know, again, 
not too many surprises, maybe like a player here and there for each team that you didn't expect to get the start, um, which, you know, is important. You got to keep an eye out. Um, there might be some some good players to get into your squad that are less expensive or di- good differentials. Um, but for the most part, you know, honestly, I feel like it, the season kind of picked up where it left off. Yeah, that's uh, that's how I'm feeling as well. Um, the the good teams are good, and the bad teams are still bad. It hasn't changed that much. Uh, what will be interesting, I think, is with the frequency of games. Uh, basically, everybody playing twice a week, uh, and and almost almost no break here really between now and the the end of the season. I know it's not that many matches, but uh, it it's there's probably going to be some sort of rotation likely to see a little bit of injury here and there hopefully nothing serious but i really in my opinion it's not that much different than the end of a normal season where you've got you know the cup finals coming around and teams have to play in those or or cup matches um uh, combined with the league matches things all tend to kind of get tight at the end of the season anyway so yeah, I don't think it's blind at all. You know, I think a lot of what we saw at the in the first half of the season is still relevant now. Um, teams are, are are obviously, you know, fitness might just be an issue. You know, but but we'll see when we when we kind of get into it. And I think that that's something worth monitoring. Um, <clears throat> Garf asks a good question that I think helps us move in this direction. He says, "Hi guys, uh, hypothetically, if you were in the top 10k, which I think Garf actually is, um, didn't have your wild card and only had your free hit left." Uh, would you use it in game week 31 to keep up with those managers in the top 10k that will be using their wild card? What are your reasons for that? Um, so let's just talk really briefly, Jake, about the chip strategy. So I'm using my wild card right away uh, because I, I need to um, get a lot, a handful, probably six or seven, six players, I think seven players out of my team and then get some other guys uh, back in that I think have really good run-ins like Wolves and United for example. Um, so I guess there's a couple different strategies here that managers are using. Um, and it depends, of course, what you did going into this this last game week. Uh, but what a lot of people did was they used those unlimited transfers. They played their bench boost. That's essentially what you did, right, Jake? Um, but now yeah. the, the question is what next? So uh, a lot of managers that have their wild card have decided to use it in 31 uh, or they're going to save it. Now, if you save it, there's a very strong argument that it should be saved for 33 because the game week 30, 32 deadline closes uh, before many of the pressers are released. So I think seven or eight of the um, of the the pressers are done after the deadline. And that's just the way that that kind of works out. So it might be better off to uh, to wait till 33. So you have the actual information from the managers about injuries and things like that. You also have the FA Cup in there. Uh, which could risk some injury. Um, so what some managers have elected to do then is maybe free hit in this week, uh, ride out 32, and then wild card in 33. Personally, I think I'd rather use my wild card early um, and try to get a little bit more out of it and pick out the players that I really like uh, going into the end of the season. So let's talk then about this, Jake. So you're, you're in Garf's situation. Um, you don't have your wild card, you have your free hit. 
when do you think is the best time to use it? And do you see any merit in this proposed strategy of using it in 31, essentially to keep up with managers right now that are going to be aggressively playing their wild card? I am going to hold um, because I kind of built my team to move forward a little bit. Um so I'm going to probably just use my free hit when I feel like a lot of my players don't have a good matchup, um, which, which I'm, you know, I'm not quite sure which week I'm going to use it. Um, you know, obviously a lot of my players do have good matchups, which is why I kept some of those single game week players, uh, like Wolves, um, Fernandez. But yeah, I'm not sure when I'm going to just use my free hit. Um, but I do think if you have your wild card, you should either use it this week or the next because that's going to get you the most weeks where you can still benefit from it. Um, maybe one more week, like you said, just with the fact that the pressers will kind of not time up correctly. But Fair enough. Yeah. No, I, I think um, I don't know when I'm going to play my free hit either. I haven't really figured out how it fits in with this other than like I had said, like if uh, if players all of a sudden are sick or aren't playing or something like that. Um, but anyways, yeah. So so I'm gonna say. I mean, I don't. It depends. I think on your team, Garf. Right? If you if your team, if you really went kind of unlimited free transfers and went crazy and brought in all players to attack this double game week, you know. But the second party asks is, what would you do with Abba? Seemingly a quote plum game week thirty one. Um, and he does have a good match, right? Isn't it? It's Norwich, isn't it? Uh, South Southampton. Excuse me, Southampton. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I think you can just right. You hold him for that, I guess, and and maybe you just save that free hit. I think that would be my vote. Um, yeah, I think I think he's worth holding for this game week. Although Arsenal are pretty terrible yeah, and banged up, really bad. But. Uh, FBL Lewis writes in one free transfer, unlimited funds. Uh, who is your top target to bring into your team? So, who do you think, Jake? Yeah, that's a good question. Like, just for the run in here, who's your who's your go to? Who are you interested in? Who is your kind of top, you know, your top player that you would want to target going into the run in? Yeah, that's a tough. I mean, that's a really tough question because there's multiple ways to think about it. I I do think Liverpool is a fantastic team. So the question is. Do, you, do how many Liverpool players do we go with? Which I don't. I'll save that because that might be a question down the road. Um, a couple players that interest me are Rashford, Son, and Richarlison. And the reason being is none of them are owned by a a lot. I mean, Rashford's fifteen percent, so definitely not a small amount. Richarlison's ten, um, and I think. Sun's actually even less than all of that. Um, He's at I, six. Yeah, six, six yeah. and a half. And I think the reason is his price point's so strange. It's hard to get like Sun in with good forwards, KDB, which is a must-have. Like that's that's a no-brainer. Yeah. He needs to be in your team. And then <laughs> if you have a Mane or Sal, it's it's really hard to manage Sun. So I'm interested in those three players. Um, and I can't decide which two I'll probably have. I think it's going to come down between Son and Richarlison for me. But, you know, they both have pretty good fixtures. It's just what price points help you the most. Yeah, that. so there's a lot of what I would say are like just the sub-premium price point players right now. 
that are really good. So you've already hit on some of those players, but like I would call 8.8 with Rashford. He's in that zone. Fernandez, 8.6. Son at 9.7. You know, just under that 10 mark or like just, or, you know, around nine, even like Jimenez is coming in now at 8.1 if you, if you didn't get him at an earlier price point. Um, so like all the, they're kind of like sub premium, but it's hard. You can only fit so many of those guys in your team before you have to start basically slashing in other areas just to get it down. So I've actually been looking at a lot of managers online. A lot of people are like, you know, you asked that, I think we should talk about that. You asked that question about Liverpool and it's not going to come up later in the pod. So let's just talk about it now. Um, you know, a lot of people I'm seeing are slashing kind of their back lines in order to get those players in. So I've seen teams that have like, maybe Trent and Salah Armani, but they don't have a second or a third Liverpool player. That's a very common move right now. Um, so like no Rabo, no Virgil. They're just going to go with one defender and one midfielder. And then that basically, you know, they go with like, instead of having Van Dyke, they go with like a 4.3 in Lascelles or something like that, allowing them to have another one of those sub-premium players like a Sun um, or Rashford or something like that, right? I mean, what are your thoughts? I, I think we should talk about that because... In terms of your team structure, that's going to be really important. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Do you do you think we should have three Liverpool? I think it's the biggest question, actually, is and we don't know the answer because the question that governs it is: Will Liverpool press on? Will they press on and try to attack the end of the season? Klopp has said that he said this could be a historic season for us, but everybody else seems to have this narrative that, and even like some of the pundits are saying, Oh no, they'll, they'll shut it down. They'll play the kids. They're not going to, you know, they're not going to, once they win the league, it's done. Um, what, I mean, what do you think, Jake? Just your opinion is all it is, but I think, yeah, it's always just our opinion. Just to clarify. Yeah, well, we don't have any. What I'm saying is you and I don't have a piece of information that we've read somewhere or heard that really says otherwise, other than a stupid pundit who's like, yeah, the kids, they're going to shut it down and let the kids play, you know? And I'm like, okay, that's enough. You know, you don't fucking know. Yeah, I think only two is a good answer. I'm a little bit nervous because I literally only have one and I'm I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get a Liverpool player in immediately, but they, they have... Um, you know, they have Crystal Palace, which I like that fixture for them, but then they have Man City, so I may target them more for game week 33, and we may have more answers. Um, but, you know, it makes me nervous, because when I didn't have Trent before, he had that, like, 28-point haul, and yeah. that bumped me down a billion places, and literally, if I wouldn't have made that mistake prior, I probably would be, not even probably, I easily would be top 10K. Um so it makes me nervous not having at least two. I think Virgil's a good shout because he still has goal potential, um, yeah. but he's going to play more consistently with all the like repeated fixtures where like Trent may need some rest, um, Robo may may get a little bit of rest. Um, but I, yeah, it's tough because like you said, can you find value elsewhere? And I mean, I. I definitely think Wolves provides a lot of good value, right? Doherty got an assist. Um, they kept it clean. They did give up one big chance, but for the most part, West Ham had nothing going. Um, and that was a home game for West Ham. And so I think the toughest fixture for Wolves the rest of the way out is uh, the last game week against Chelsea away. So, like, do you just go with, like, some a 4.5 Wolves defender that could get you a clean and just, like, kind of cross your fingers that Rabo and Trent don't get 
a ton of returns. Right. I don't think it's wrong. I don't think it's wrong if that means you can get a player like Richarlison in who has some pretty good fixtures and can get a goal every game and he's only owned by 10%. So. Okay. We didn't really answer Lewis's question. One, one, who's your top target? Uh, I'll say Rashford. I I got Rashford in this week. I moved Kuhn out already. Um, I like Rashford too. My only concern about him. So I currently have him in my wildcard squad. My, my only concern about him is that, it looks like I know that they're saying like Fernandez and him are going to split penalty duties is what I'm hearing. Um, but Rashford's like expected goals, not including penalties is something like 0.3 something, which is not, it's not bad. That's pretty good, right? That's still pretty good. Like and very, you know, sufficient for a forward. And, and that coupled with the fixture run makes it really dangerous. Um, but it's actually really similar to Martial. Um, and then I just wonder, like, oh, do you just slide Martial in at 0.8 less and then use that money elsewhere? But Martial, I think the issue for me is just watching Martial. I can't do it. I can't. I mean, if I watch the United matches and I have to see him play, I'm just so disgusted by him as a player. I If I have to, if he got points for slow trot jog walking, he would be the best FPL asset that there there is. I, watch him for two minutes and you'd be like, wow. That's a million BPS in the slow trot jog walk category um, because he fake runs the entire game and then he checks off the back line. I know that he's not a big, I got to rant about him for a minute. I know he's not a big forward. I get it. But like, has he ever tried to get in behind the back line? He doesn't make runs. He just does slow trot jog walk uh check downs toward the midfield to try to pick the ball up in that space and he never gets in behind the back line he's a pacey striker that's all he should be doing stop checking into the into the space let your fucking midfielders do it okay let fernandez have that space that he can go play in there it just pisses me off it's hard yeah i guess i was a little bit i'm a little bit concerned that why did rashford play on the wing and martial played up top is that what they're going to do for the rest of the year i I mean maybe they will that's what it's probably going to be it's a downer because i think rashford's way better as the central striker go put let martial just go be up the thing is they can't put him out wide because he doesn't have the work rate he doesn't do the work and so rashford will rashford will get up and down the touchline the entire game you know he'll he'll go end line to end line and like he'll always be in the attack when he's when he's asked to be there um, you know, he never crowds anybody out. He's not selfish like that. You know, Martial's just worthless. I, I can't stand watching him. It's so frustrating. Um, anyways, I don't really care because I don't like United. I just I had Martial this game week and I was fuming. Um, yeah. All right. Sorry, we got to keep moving. We've got a lot of other questions that we got to get to. So, well, what? Go. What? 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 Well, what? I was what? gonna say. God, like, what? The other. <laughs> The other option is I think we're we're slowly getting to there. Like forward line, don't pay for the premium. Jimenez, he plays, he scores goals. I think he's a must own. Yep. Rashford maybe a little bit riskier because of his price point. But then the question becomes, do you just put plug in a guy like DCL the rest of the the year? Yeah. Um pretty good fixtures, not super expensive, has been playing a lot, gets a lot of chances. I think that's the other route, and then you load up in the midfield and in the back. No, I think, I mean, that's what I, that's what my team is, is I'm trying to do right now. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to yeah. do with my team. I'm having a little bit of an issue with, um, cause Everton's fixtures aren't spectacular, but they have Norwich in 31, 
you know, then they have a couple tough fixtures, though. It's like Liverpool in 30 here, Norwich in 31, Leicester in 32, kind of tough, Spurs in 33, but then Southampton, you know, Wolves isn't great, Aston Villa, Sheffield, Bournemouth. I mean, it's kind of mixed. Like, it's like every other game week is pretty what good. What if you have... What if you what if you free hit on one of those tougher game weeks for them? Like, what if you free hit when they're away at Spurs? And honestly, are Spurs that good? That's the other thing for That's me. It's true. like their their fixtures. I will say, Leicester, Trot, Spurs, a little bit tricky, but the rest of oh, and there there is a Wolves game in there, but but the rest of them aren't terrible. And so that's what I'm saying is you're not gonna if you're not gonna pay the extra money for Rashford who has really good fixtures or Kane. Who has really good fixtures? Yeah, don't come on, Jake. His his expected well, just, goals in the last match was like point zero three. You know, there's there's going to be questions. I'm just looking ahead to the Kane questions. I can see them coming, but yeah, that's that's the other option, right? Is just kind of have three lower cost forwards yeah. and try to rotate them based on fixtures. Yeah, there are no Kane questions. Just so you know, coming up. Um, by the way, just so everybody knows, well, I, no, in the weeks to come, yeah, just so they're every, gonna just come. so everybody knows, Jake doesn't do any prep for this pod. Okay, I put everything together and then Jake just shows up and is like, I know there's going to be questions coming. Jake, nobody's asking questions about Kane because he's he's a non-question player. There's only one. There's an answer. What's the answer? There's going to be questions. What's the answer? Bobby Love's going to ask us in two weeks, like, should we get Kane in? Should we triple captain him? It's going to come. I'm not saying this week, but it's going to come. It's interesting to me, Jake, that you would bash the one ally that you seem to have. (laughs) In, the, in our community. You just did by <laughs> saying a, that he's going to ask about Kane. That's like the arguably the biggest FPL insult that you could give a man. Uh, I'm sorry, Bobby. I don't know who's going to ask it, but I know it's going to come. Okay. I know it will. All right. People are just going to do it now to spite us, but I know it's yeah. going to come. Uh, FPL Virgin writes in, due to low team value, I have to make one of the following inevitable sacrifices on the wild card. Uh, Jimenez to Jota, Sun to Ali, Sar to Duda, uh, TAA to Van Dyke. Which is the least worst downgrade? Do you think that's it's a good the least worst? That's kind of how FPL <laughs> always is, right? Like, what is the least yeah. worst thing I could do? All right, let's go through them I, and let's see if we I, agree or disagree. Okay. Okay. How about I got a I got a differential, but go ahead. Okay. All right. So Jimenez to Jota, I think is a that's that's a pretty bad downgrade. Terrible downgrade. Okay. I would say that's probably the worst. Okay. Son to Allie. Mm, did Allie? Uh, Allie didn't play, no, so he had a little say. knock, I thought. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I didn't watch Son. Did you like Son in that game? Was, I, I'm going to have to do some digging. Yeah. But. He, I didn't watch much of the game, but I don't really watch game, a lot of games anymore, I'll be honest. I, I watch like 15 minutes of each game. I can't. I can't sacrifice the time. I've I've gone on that rant before. I just have a lot going on in life, so I just don't do that. But um uh yeah, I mean he looked fine and he was on a lot of set piece stuff, so that was positive too. Um I do think that if if Ali lines up like they had him lining up kind of before the break, um where he's um where he is almost like a second striker rather than I don't know what Potch was doing with him, but um, if he's kind of like a second, it's not it's not Potch anymore. What pot? Yeah, what Potch was doing with him before, oh, right? Mourinho was there. Yeah. Oh, because I don't Man. know. I don't know, Jake. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, you know, if he kind of does that, it's like not terrible. But you know, Ali just uh, has had a hard hard time kind of getting it going this year. The plus side is he is a lot cheaper at that eight point three. But Son, I just uh, I think has far more potential um, for goals. But I don't know. Um, Let's pass on that one. Sar to Duda. 
Uh, I mean, I think that's like, um, uh, what's the phrase I would use? The most boring move. Um, but this is where I would shout, why not consider Sar to Sokka? Um, you know, Sokka looked really good. He's 4.7. He's never been hurt for Arsenal, which is, you know, I'm going to knock on wood here, but he got an assist. Yep. He had a lot of great plays. He hit the crossbar. I think that's the move I would make. Sar to Sokka, just because I don't think Sar, I think Sar is a little bit overhyped for his cost. And he may do okay, but I think Sokka may be able to get you just as many points. And now that he's playing in the actual midfield, I like Sokka more. Yeah. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah. TA to Van Dyke is not the worst, is not a terrible downgrade. That that would be the other one of, of the choices. That's the move I would go to. If you're not willing yeah. to go Sar to Sokka, I would just go to Van Dyke. Yeah. I don't hate that either. Okay, cool. Um, two points. Sex sounds wrote in is is Bergwin essential? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think I I had that question for you. What? How did he look? Because I mean, the goal was spectacular, but I I don't. He's not the type of player that seems like he'd be essential. I mean, he's got so he's been he's played in uh, three, four, five, six matches. He has three goals, which is good. They have a great run in. Um, I'm yeah. I mean, he looks he's bright when he's on the pitch. You know, he's pacey. He you know you know he's got he's got good vision. He gets some shots. I don't know. I mean, he's a good. I think he's a good little pick. He's at seven point four, which is not a terrible price point either. Um, and it looks like he's probably going to play, I would guess, like almost every match, don't you? Yeah, I I would I could see him playing a lot. He might get rotated a little bit. They have a lot of players. They but. do, yeah. And their midfields, oh, Lucas, yeah, Lucas Mora, or yeah, Lucas has a little bit of an injury, doesn't he? He's got a knock. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he's back, there's going to be some competition because Ali will be back as well. Lamella's healthy. Sissoko's healthy. Winks is healthy. Yeah, like everybody's freaking healthy now. Lacelso's healthy. He's good. So I don't know. I personally, I, if if it's not Sun, like even Ali could potentially get some rotation in there. I don't know. So I'm not really that interested. Uh, da, 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 da. FPL Geek wrote in is one game week without a keeper okay planned move is to get is a minus four to get Mane in hmm. I mean it's fine but anytime but then you're taking a minus four too I yeah know. I don't know if I like both those things I mean I know you want Mane but I, I don't know I don't I don't love that do you Jake I don't love it at this point in this well I don't love that at all no I don't like it Okay, Wilson writes in after the Man United defensive breakdown leading to the Spurs goal. Are Man United defenders still a good option, Maguire or Shaw? Well, Cheeseburger Shaw is probably not the way you want to go. Um, what about Maguire? I would have to look at the, that team. Like, did they have any chances? I mean, Shaw's probably got the most attacking potential, yeah. um, which is not saying much. But Yeah, he has 48 I points I on the season. It's pretty poor for him. Here's another here's another player <clears throat> kind of in that price range that's a little bit interesting because we don't really consider well there's two but I don't know if he's considered a defender I'm going to I'll double check the first one is uh Ori Yeah I was just going to say um, that I kind of wanted him on my team 
Um, but then I was like, is he going to play? And that's why I stayed away from him. But he's a pretty, I mean, he's 4.9. He got an assist. They have a pretty good fixtures, even though I don't think Spurs are the best defensive team. Um, I could see him getting some cleans. I like him. Um, and I like Matt Ritchie. Um, kind of dealt with injuries for most of the season. Like he played the first three game weeks and then he's been out. Um, and then since he's been back, um, he's now had, you know, four cleans out of, like seven game weeks with them. Um, Lascelles is healthy. He's another cheap option, but you know, Richie today had a goal and an assist um, and he's not a defender. Yeah. So if you're going to pay 5.3, that might be a, another differential I'd consider. Yeah. Arier is an interesting one. They have a great fixture on who does, uh, this is going to be bad, but who does he get rotated with when he does get rotated? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's why I stayed away from Spurs. It's like, I don't even know what they were planning on doing. They were like yeah. the hardest team to figure out. Um, yeah, we do, I got to look at that. He's a player that I was really interested in, but I was thinking the exact same thing. 4.9 is like a really attractive price they, point too. Like that's a point that I only, could get to. They only have healthy – it says they only have six defenders. Davies and Foyth are kind of like their other – Hmm. Right, like who played on the who played on the left for them Davies. this last game? This last Davies, week, yeah. yeah. Huh. So, yeah, maybe Foyth would be the backup there. Yeah, we'll have to take a look at that. Um, Emma, the best goalkeeper for the final weeks. Which assets uh, you have watched over the weekend that you think we should ditch? Martial, ditch him. Um, best goalkeepers for the final. Grealish, ditch him. Yeah, he was pretty poor. Um, <laughs> we'll see. What do we think, goalkeepers for the final run? And I mean. Obviously, I think there's like no doubt about Henderson being one of the best, arguably the best goalkeeper pick, but um, the fixtures are just okay for them going into the the end of the year. And obviously he can't play against United in 31. Um, I think Pope, they have pretty good run in. Um, So they've got obviously 30, we don't want to talk about, but 31, 32, 33, 34, all pretty decent clean sheet potential. Then they play Liverpool and Wolves, which is tough, but then... Norwich and Brighton to end the season. So, you know, I think that he's a really good pick. Is there anybody else that you like better than him? No, those are kind of my two. Honestly, I think keeper, you're just going to have to find what works for you. I think it's going to be pretty random. I, I kind of, that's the last position I care about on my team right now. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, P-Dubs asked for some Wolves and Spurs chat. I feel like we kind of did that already, didn't we? We kind of like happened to cross like yeah. Spurs. Well, let's, I would say stay away from Jota because of the fact that they have a lot of fixtures all in a row and he doesn't play the full 90. I think that we didn't say why we don't like Jota. That's kind of why I don't like him personally, yeah. where Jimenez plays like 90 minutes every game. Yeah, that's true. So. He's pretty much locked. And on PKs. Okay. Um, I guess that's like kind of that's the main chunk of talk. I mean, what other things did you want to cover before we we have a handful of random questions? We can take we can go to the randos. I mean, I'm sure we'll we'll have a pod like mid maybe like end of the week this week after there's a few more games because there's games like nonstop. Yeah, I, I did. Um, I did want to just comment on that quick. I don't know exactly how we're gonna do the podcast. I think we're just gonna try to be semi consistent with like, you know, release something on. I don't know, like Saturday, Sunday, or Monday or something like that, right? It kind of depends a little bit on work schedules, but we're just going to try to get one out a week. It won't always coincide with the game weeks, though, because of the way the game weeks are laid out. It's going to be a little tricky. Uh, The other thing that's going to be kind of hard is, 
you know, normally we'd release a podcast after the game week and then you'd have four or five days to consume it before the game week starts, the next game week starts. But now it's not really going to be like that. You're going to kind of have to just like take up them as they come. So that's why I was thinking it, it might be better if you kind if we kind of like record something midweek. Does that, you know what I mean, Jake? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, we didn't even touch on Chelsea. We'll have to see. It's interesting lineup. No Tammy. Um, no Pulisic. Obviously, our American friends are all disappointed. But, but Alonzo's yeah, we'll in, the, in there, right? Yeah, he is. Alonzo is someone to keep an eye on, too. Yeah. We didn't even talk about him. Yeah, that scares me a little bit. Yeah, so I think that's what we'll, we'll probably try to do something kind of more midweek. So then, you know, if you were listening, you might listen to it a few days after we release it. Uh, and kind of like, okay, you hear what we were talking about after, you know, midweek, but then also you have a little time to kind of think about the next game week. I don't know. We're, we'll, we'll try. We'll try to hit it on the head. It's a little weird with timing. So, um, all right. Some rando questions. Two point uh, wrote in after this weekend's performance. Is anybody surprised that Jacob supports Arsenal? <laughs> I'm not. You know, I supported them before they were like dog shit. Did you though? To be fair. Yeah. I feel like you once they were dog shit, you were like, this is my team. <laughs> this is this is me. Okay. Uh two point. Dude, I was just, what? Oh man. What, what do you got to say? Just like the fact that like as soon as they gave up that goal, I literally had this thought. I'm like, I should go online and bet for them to lose this game. Yeah. I wish I would. You should have. Because like the odds just like they, they just like it's it's uncanny the way they give up games uncanny like i i just kind of like i don't know if i was a coach if i could tolerate it i literally would walk into the room and be like do y'all even have testicles like seriously they know. fold that's they how fold. i feel about them. they fold pretty easily. so bad yeah, yeah. uh two point sex sounds lots of random questions from him um question from the guardian football podcast would you either a live in a glass tank for the rest of your life or b only eat raisins for the rest of your life it has to be one or the other <laughs> well I think it would have to be glass tank for me because, like, if you just ate raisins, you'd probably die. I'm gonna go with like you could live in a big, big, big glass tank. It doesn't say how big the tank is. Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, so it's like a a glass tank the size of a city. Good to go. Exactly. Good. (laughs) I think the idea is more like you know, like a you know fishbowl size tank for a human. You know, fish aquarium size. You know, so maybe as big as a two room small rooms put together or a living room tank. You know. Even if it was a living room, I'd still take the tank. Because I, I, how long are you going to live live on with raisins? We should get a nutritionist in here. I'm going with raisins for that reason. <laughs> yeah. You'd rather just end it. Yeah, I'd just rather die. It's a great, you know, it's a great, great way to go. Um, two point sex sounds, yeah, death by raisins. That's, he killed himself over two months of eating raisins. <laughs> Are there raisin varieties? Like, can I eat different types of raisins? Well, there's definitely like white raisins and uh, red raisins, right? Yeah. it's grapes. Yeah. Because grapes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Two Point Sex Sounds also writes in, with summer upon us, does Chef Marco have any barbecue recipes? You know what? Barbecue is something that I don't do very much of, um, which is, is kind of a downer. I'm sorry. Uh, let me tell you a really quick my new my new favorite recipe, Jake. You want me to tell you? Yeah, it's my new it. breakfast food. It's kind of like a breakfast taco. Here's how it works: scramble up a couple eggs, salt, pepper in the eggs. Get your pan nice and hot, little oil in it. Pour the eggs into the pan. So it's like a scram like you're making scrambled eggs, but you want them to just sit there like you're making an omelet. You know, you don't you don't want to scramble them up. 
in in the pan mm-hmm. okay so um and then what you do is you take you go into your refrigerator you take whatever you've got that like you know especially vegetables is good so the other day i did mushrooms and asparagus okay i put it in with a little bit of cheese a little bit of a uh, little bit of hot sauce then you take a tortilla shell and you put it right over the top you set it on the top okay you flip the entire thing over and then you fry the tortilla on the other side. So you've got this flat egg with like cheese and sauce and, and vegetables. And then you've got the tortilla shell and then you pull it off, you let it cool a little bit and then you roll it up and you cut it and then you serve it with different things. So like I serve it sometimes with pesto or I'll serve it with like homemade salsas or things like that. I call it a little uh, an egg roll up and um, and they're really good. They're kind of like a taco, an egg taco, but they're really fast and really good breakfast food. So that's my recipe for the day. Wait, so you do you eat it as a taco though? Like, do you hold it? No, you roll you, you it roll or? it up okay. tight. So you like you so like when it's done, mm-hmm. it's like you're rolling a cigarette. I've never done that, yeah. but I've seen people do that. You know, like you roll it okay. tight, and then you know I normally cut it in half, and that's how I serve gotcha. it. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Matt writes in, how many hours has Jake worked this week? It's a good question. Yeah, they tried to get me to work Thursday night, and I was like, no. Um, so, yeah, I just had a standard 40-hour work week. Wow, but Jake. All, it's all jammed in, you know. That's the worst part. That's what so she I'll said. Be, yeah. <laughs> or he, or he, mm-hmm. he also could have said that. Um, that's all we got for the week, Jake. Um, are you going to watch any of the matches okay. today? Uh, yeah. I got stuff to do um, to prep for tomorrow where I'm working, but I'm going to try to watch the match. I'm, I'm interested in seeing Chelsea. Um, and then I definitely want to watch Liverpool just dominate Everton. So Yeah, I'm I hope that doesn't happen because you have Mane. Um, I have... <laughs> That's a big differential for me. I mean, if Mane gets a couple, even if he gets one return, that could really help me this week. Yeah, it's just so. going to put it out of reach for me, which is not good. Um, I do have Trent. Do you have Trent? I don't. I don't have a defender, um, so I just have Jack and Mane left, and then Man City tomorrow, which will be very interesting. Um, you know, we'll see. Because I, I, is Sterling going to play? Is Mara is going to play? They'll probably play a little bit at least. Right. But if those guys don't get returns, that'll also really help me. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, let's get out of here. I'm, I'm ready to start my actual life day. So uh, I'm Marco, and I'm Jake. And remember, you should die doesn't count as your life when you're potty. Alright. Fuck you.